Welcome to a special episode of the Sheffield Hopcast. It's Mini Tramlines! It is now uh, a month ago until the proper official tramlines. So what we're doing is, well, we're doing a trial run. Uh, we've got some, some live music. We've got some fresh food. Um, of course, we have beer. It is the Hopcast. And so we just need a portaloo, and I think we're, we're, pretty, much, uh, we're pretty much set. Um, here's the plan, then. We've got all those ingredients that we need. So we're going to try and cram tramlines into an hour. That's the plan. Um, introductions first. Um, I'm James Marriott from the Hopcast. And I'm Adam Nicholson. Uh, we're at Cutlery Works at Kellam Island. If you haven't already been here, well, why not? Uh, we'll find out a little bit more about the venue in a, in a moment. Firstly, a pleasure to introduce, you'll have heard him on the Hopcast uh, a year ago, one of the organisers of Tramlines, it's Alex Deadman. Hello. Hello. Um, so, we've got some music tonight. Just tell us which bands that we've got who are playing. We've got Oddity Road. I was hoping they were going to cheer there, didn't let's you? See, okay, let's there we go. <laughs> and we've also got the Sea Monsters. Excellent. Um, another fairly obvious question. We're at Cutlery Works yes. to record the Tramlines special. That's right. What brings us here? Uh, the reason is that we've got a dedicated Cutlery Works area at the festival this year. So there's going to be a nice little food area with some of the traders, I believe some of which will be tasting some of their food later. Uh, and it's one of the additions to the festival this year. Uh, we've got uh, Leah with us, who is the events manager here at Cutlery Works. Hello. Thank Hello. You, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for opening up on the night that you're not officially open. We appreciate not it very much for us to um, to record this. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about then the traders that we've got involved. So, today we have here the gravy train poutine. And also at Cutlery Works and taking part in tramlines, we're going to have Ellie Joy who serves up her delicious froconaut and we've got shed as well our plant-based traders okay sounds good um cutlery works obviously has been open for I think it's about six months is it now yeah six months we opened in november so maybe seven now i think it feels like you guys have been here forever to be honest i feel like we're an institution already yeah, yeah. absolutely so how are things going great we couldn't have asked for a better start to Cutlery Works in Sheffield. We have become the home to 14 independent kitchens and bars, and it's like we've been here all along. I know the, the times that, that I've been, I know, Adam, you've been a yeah, few times. Yeah, I've been times a few well. times, yeah. Um, and it's it, for it the poutine, does, right? It does, always, <laughs> it does always seem to be really, really busy yep. here. It, it does seem like it's gone down pretty well within the kind of the Sheffield scene. Yeah, like I say, we, we couldn't have asked for a better start. You know, we're not in the city centre by any means, but when you're here at the weekend, it feels as though you are. Like the atmosphere and the variety of people that we get through the doors has just been fantastic. And we can't wait to do a summer and then a Christmas and long may it continue. Brilliant. Well, as I say, thank you very much for um, for opening up for us this um, this evening for us to record our tramline special. Um, so we've got, um, as I say, two bands that we're going to be hearing from tonight. We've got some beers that I've, um, yeah, I've got to confess, I've handpicked them. There's kind of a connection to either the food or a connection to tramlines. It might get a bit tedious. I apologise in advance. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we'll be working our way through those as the evening goes on. So let's um, let's get our first beer and food pairing of the evening, and uh, the food comes from uh, Gravy Train. We are joined by Harry, who's the manager. How are you doing? Hello. 
I'm very well, thank you. I appreciate you uh, you coming in and cooking for three guys holding microphones when <laughs> uh, when you're not officially open, so much appreciated. That's um, all right. And we've got a, a very interesting looking dish in front of us. Just tell us what it is that you've uh, cooked up for us here. So this is the vegan version of the Athenian, okay. uh, which is centered around three seitan koftas that we've seasoned to taste, just like the lamb koftas we do for the meaty version. Right. So it's cumin, mint, garlic, and then we've got a pickled red cabbage salad, uh, a garlic mayo, and a hot sauce that our friends from uh, League of Uncharted Flavors make just round the corner. We share a lockup. Uh, it's called Spanish Fly. It's really tasty, and that's all on a bed of poutine with vegan cheese and Smells vegan amazing. gravy. It does smell good. It sounds really, really good. As as a as a vegetarian semi-vegan um this is absolutely spot on i'm looking forward to this it's gonna be really good um you're cooking for us uh, again a little bit later on so yeah. we'll chat to you a little bit more then thank you very much um now i've done kind of the beer pairings um so i knew that we were starting with a vegan dish and so i've picked out a vegan beer um so this is the abbeydale birdhouse tea beer which I think I think should go pretty well. So it's got various different kinds of tea in it. Have you had this one before? No, I did before. It was weird because I saw um, I saw someone that posted that got some back in stock, and I never had it the first time round. I don't know if it's always been a, a permanent beer or whether this is like a, a second round of it. But um, I've not it, had I it. I think it's a rebrew because I do remember it first time around, and it was last summer. Um, so I'm guessing it's one that they've that they've redone for um, for this. What about um, you, Alex. Alex, do well, you, you approve know, of my beer? choice to go I with do, this. but I'm very excited by it. I've never even tried a tea beer. I mean, <laughs> how embarrassing is that? This one's got about four <laughs> different kinds of tea in it. You've got green tea, you've got jasmine tea, and you've got uh, hibiscus in there. Wow. Ooh. So, it, is, there any, is tea beer a thing? It is a thing, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it? There's, I, I there's not quite a few Earl Grey tea beers knocking yeah, around. Yeah, Earl Grey is kind of the, the, the sort of there's one by Marble, do do an Earl Grey IPA. I think Yeasty Boys do one as well, that's can get in supermarkets. Um, it's not something I automatically gravitate to, but I'm always interested to see what people can do with it. And uh, yeah, they've not, um, not messed about there. So yeah, green tea, jasmine, and hibiscus. So yeah, it's that's really nice. very, very good. It's, it's, not, it's not OTT on the tea either does it? No. it still tastes like a beer and it's just got that little kind of flicker of flavor to it mm. Mm, i think it's really a hibiscus well that i'm getting them in probably the hop as well as well so yeah could well could mm. well be um obviously kind of tram lines and beer is something that we talk about on well i say every year this is only the second time that we've done it but um we'll we'll obviously chat about kind of what's going on with tram lines and beer in a bit more depth later on um, first of all, as we talk now, it's well, it's a month until tram lines. Yeah. How is everything coming together? Um, it's going well. It's going really good. <laughs> Do you want this me to elaborate? Yeah, you, you <laughs> just, we're just going to eat. You just carry okay. on. <laughs> um, well, the um, it's nice because we're not doing a huge site move this year. So we're, we're bedded in at Hillsborough now. Um, and it gives us the opportunity to just work on improving the site rather than having to worry about a big new change. Um, so tickets are selling well. We've got some great acts, including a couple who are here today. It's all going really well. I'm about to ask a question with <laughs> a big vegan cofter in your mouth. Uh, well, I was going to ask about, um, obviously, you're back at, at Hillsborough Park. Yeah. Um, it was the first year last year. I think some people weren't too sure whether that was going to work or, you know, it was a, a, a kind of a tad, um, tad of a, a, a bit of a controversial decision. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we were both there last year. Everyone had a 
great time. Yeah, really good. I'm assuming it was a pretty big success. Yes, it was definitely. The, uh, pass me a knife there. Pass a knife the, uh, over to. It's quite hard to juggle beer and food and microphone at the same right. time. That's right. I'm doing well. very well at all. Sorry, Alex, you go. Uh, yeah, go I guess there's right the in. concern about the city centre and the impact on moving further away. That was the only kind of real, real issue. Um, and as always, you know, there's a big tramline fringe, so that keeps the city centre buzzing. Um, the people of Hillsborough, broadly, were very supportive of the move. Um, we did quite a lot of liaison, which carries on still to this day, uh, with the Friends of the Park group uh, and with the with the residents as well. We, there is a ticket scheme as well where some of the very closely affected people can get apply for free tickets. Um, and generally, people from Hillsborough have been really pleased to shine a bit of a light on their bit of the city because it can be overlooked. Uh, we've had stuff in the past where I've brought journalists there who in Sheffield, never even been there, never seen the park. Um, so it's really nice to be able to put Hillsborough on a pedestal. And I think because everybody had a really good experience last year, uh, that's helping to drive sales this year. What what kind of have you got this year? I mean, every every year when we talk about tramlines, it seems like there's always a few new things that you've added on. Yeah. What's what's kind of new at, at tramlines for 2019? Uh, well, Cutlery Works area would be one example. Absolutely. So linking to where we are now, so that we've we've got a bit more capacity on site this year. Just pushing things out a little bit. Nothing dramatic. Um, I think the main stage will be angled a tiny bit differently, okay. and ha- having the food area with Cutlery Works is is a bit of a, a branching out a bit more. Um, the the stuff we've got for kids and families is spread out a bit. There's a bit more going on there. Um, we're working with an organisation called the Flying Seagull Project who do circusy type things, lots of activities to join in with. Um, they do festivals, but they also go to refugee camps. Uh, their kind of motto is spreading fun to the whole world and often to disadvantaged people. So it's nice to be connected to that. Um, we're working quite closely with BBC Introducing this year. So they've uh, this local bit of BBC introducing have selected six acts to perform at tramlines, um, but also we're going to have BBC will be on site a lot more than we have had in the past. There even talk of a kind of Glastonbury style little backstage performance area where they can film some stuff and uh, get some acts involved. So yeah, a few new things going on there. Excellent stuff, um, Adam. I think you've had more. Chance to uh, have a dip into the to food to get, to get the the poutine. What were your? That's um, really good, isn't it? I mean, I, I can't believe anyone would not know that that no would know that that's not meat. No, it's, it's it's. I mean, it's all really tasty. I mean, I'm not a vegan or a, or a vegetarian, but the, the the food that's coming out at the minute, especially well, not especially in Sheffield, but you know, certainly in Sheffield. I mean, around the corner we've got Church, which is exclusively vegan food run yep. by Make No Bones. Um, it does kind of mean that you, you, you don't really need that meat to have an actual like, proper good no. good meal is more it's not people having really rubbish um vegetarian frozen vegetarian burgers anymore it's a uh, proper good good food that really people is, really yeah. thought about and and kind of beers mirrored that as well hasn't it like the idea yeah, yeah. Of, of vegan beer just a couple of years ago was, yeah. was really really rare and now it almost feels like the majority of beer that comes out now is is vegan yeah there's two points in that i think people are actually actively trying to make you know vegan friendly beers but they kind of um the they kind of um the more beers that kind of unfine beers now but they're more popular unfining yeah. it's the fining that tends to be the the, the uh, non-vegan bit where i'm using using a fish guts that kind fish of clear girls. clear clear but clear yeah. the uh, beer so it's quite good for them that it's quite fashionable to have unfined beers so it's uh 
It's, it's, it has become yeah, a trend, hasn't it? Very much has, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it made me laugh that we obviously we're drinking the Abbeydale uh, tea beer here. Abbeydale did uh, like a pork scratching beer. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, which was actually vegan because they just used kind of like the flavouring. Like the smoked flavour and stuff, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I avoided it um, for the first few months because I was like, I can't have vegetarian, actually, I can't have that. And then read the ingredients yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can absolutely drink this. Well, actually, coincidentally, that, that was from uh, with uh, Smofo which we actually featured in the last Tramlines beer because we did the uh, yeah, we did yeah. yeah did this pox the actual pot scratching is that yeah so yeah there's um, a beer with langoustines in it so my friend had it yeah not vegan friendly <laughs> <laughs> I've had yeah I've had a wild beer one of the sea and I think it's got all sorts of um, it's like a bisque but a, a beer <laughs> bisque I think that sounds pretty grim um, so we've got some music that we're going to be um, having as part of the special uh, our first band is the Sea Monsters we've got um, Naomi who's going to come and have a quick chat with us come on over Naomi we'll find out a bit more about um, the first band that we've got who are playing at Tramlines on the lead mill stage if I'm correct yep just grab yourself a microphone, Naomi. So tell us, um, tell us about the Sea Monsters. Where, whereabouts are you from? When did you start? Um, well, we're all from Sheffield, and we started when we were about thirteen years old. Yeah, we just started off as like a cover band, and started writing songs when we were about fourteen. I don't know kind of how many years that is, but but um, how many songs have you kind of got now? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Probably enough, 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 enough for a set. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So, um, Tramlines obviously coming up about a month away from uh, from now. Yeah, uh, we've played at Tramlines for about four, three or four years now. We oh played right. um, to the stage last year, okay. and then we played Crystal Stage before, us, and we're doing the Leadmill Stage this year. So you are dab hands at yes. Tramlines. <laughs> um, is it a, a gig that you look forward to? Yeah, definitely. We're, it's the gig we're most excited for this year, I think. Yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to say that because Alex is here. No, um, no, we're, we're definitely really so excited you've got for it. Yeah, a couple of songs that you're doing for mm-hmm. us tonight. Just tell us what they are and a little bit about them. So um, we're doing one of our own songs called Hawaiian Space Pop, and we're also doing a cover of Do You Remember the First Time by Pulp because thought it was <laughs> thought nice. it was necessary for Tramlines. Will that be the first time band. anyone's heard that that version as well? And is it, have we done that specially for this? Or yeah, really? yeah. Oh my God, it's <laughs> we did it today, Brilliant. so this is going to be interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> you've, you've literally turned that around in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good work. Right, looking forward to this. Um, so here we go then with our first live music of the evening. It's the Sea Monsters. This first song is called Hawaiian Space Bop.
Okay, this next one is a cover of Do You Remember the First Time by Pulp.
you to Sea Monsters. You can catch them on the uh, Lead Mill stage on Friday at this year's Tramlines. Um, time for our second beer. Um, Alex, I, I told you that I, I'd kind of find beers that would fit in some way or another with what we're doing. So um, you might think this is brilliant. You might think it's a little bit tedious. So beer number two is from Buxton Brewery. And it's cold steel rail. It's a pale ale. I was thinking tram lines, yep. cold steel rail. It's actually got a picture of some it does. railway lines yes, it does. on it, I, which aren't quite tram lines, but, you know, it's... I think you've done a very good job. Ju- not just that. It's a collaboration with Track Brewing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Where they? Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I, I, I don't think this is bad, actually. I think no, I think you've done a very, done very good right, job. Yeah. Did very you realise it was a collaboration at the time of it? Is that... Uh, no, <laughs> you uh, you just scored me some extra points there for, uh, for 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 beer picking, so that's um, that's pretty good. Um, we said we would talk a little bit about beer. Yeah, uh, what is the, um, the the beer situation then at Tramlines this year? Um, the beer situation is that we will have a beer and it will be brewed by Abbeydale. Brilliant. Um, unfortunately, we don't have it here now as we did last year, um, but it will be ready in time for the festival, and I look forward to drinking it. I'm Excellent. Sure, it'll be a festival appropriate beer. So it probably not a ten percent triple <laughs> IPA. <laughs> it was a great, great beer last um, last it year. Was, it? It was, yes, really, really it was. Yes, it was. It was also a great can. They put it in cans, didn't yeah, they? It was, yeah, oh, yeah, it was really, yeah. really good. So look forward um, to a bit of design as well. And what I mean, obviously, last year there were some good selections at the uh, at the bar. Yeah. Uh, can we expect the same this year? Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly at this point which beers will be there, but yes, definitely. I think it's it's like a must-have nowadays at a festival, isn't it? A decent, particularly here in Sheffield. Yeah, it would be wrong not to have a few decent beers on the bars yeah, there. You're kind of alienating a massive amount of people these days. I mean, it was was same with the food really. I mean, yeah. Few, I mean, when I used to go to like Leeds and Reading festivals, well, God, nearly 20 years ago when I started going there, and it was. You know, a pot noodle place and some burger joints. Then you were just drinking Carlin all the way through it. Yeah, and like people aren't going to accept that these days. No, are they? It just won't take it's it. It's really good. It's, it kind of brings it. It makes everything exclu- inclusive. So it's really good. Yeah. Well, we're lucky to have so many local local beers and and producers to to choose from with the food and the drink as well. I assume from a food point of view, we've talked about the cutlery work side of things. I'm assuming it's going to be a bit like last year, where you kind of spoiled for choice. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I was 
wowed by the food when I actually got a little bit of time off last year I wandered around and had a few nibbles and it was amazing um, and yeah there will be more of the same this, this year and even broad range and definitely lots of options gluten free vegan all that sort of stuff it's so easy now to have good caterers doing all that as we've just tried a fantastic vegan poutine which is not even the only vegan poutine you can get in <laughs> Sheffield that's crazy stuff isn't it it really is um, talk to us a bit about um, ticket sales then how are things going uh, you want to buy some hour, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a month ahead <laughs> T- uh, ticket sales very good uh, probably best ever I would say um, we're very very nearly um, I, actually when you put this out it might have changed we've at this point very very nearly sold out of our weekend tickets on the last tier uh, and there are day tickets available um, uh, starting at 40 quid so for Friday, Saturday and Sunday you can get individual day tickets and it is looking like it may well be a sellout. Wow, that'll be uh, incredible Yes it will um, If people do still want to get tickets what's the best way of going about it? Uh, just log on to our website www.tramlines.org.uk and you can follow the link through there to uh, Gigantic you, you probably get this question at this stage every year where people are like, well, if I don't buy one now, will there be day tickets available on the day? Um, hard to say because it depends how fast they sell. Um, my advice would be don't wait. <laughs> buy one now. Particularly if, and particularly whilst there are a couple of weekend tickets left, much better to get them and save yourself some money than have to buy them as individual days. Brilliant. Um, what do we think to the beer? I really like it. It's very... Uh, this is the kind of beer I'd, I'd want to be drinking at you know, like a festival like that. It's not too strong, 5.5%, great for a sunny day. I always mention like, beers that are good on a sunny day, but something like this is really... It's not fussy, it's kind of straight down the line, um, easy going. A little bit of haze to it, very pale, straw colour. Yeah. Really, really good. It's not, it's not overly hoppy, is it? It's no, not, it's, it's just... It's kind yeah, of got it's, a bit it's, of... It's, it's easy going. I mean, you could go through a few of these, no problem. (laughs) Yeah, I'd agree. Very nice. Quite light, as you said, but still tasty. Uh, Yeah, good festivals. I mean, it's quite, despite the fact that it's raining, it's pretty warm in here. (laughs) It's really warm. It's nice and refreshing, so it's good. I know we we talked quite a bit about kind of beers that you you like uh, when we did the first Tramline special last year. Yeah. Um, Do you actually get much chance to actually drink any beer at Tramlines? Sometimes. On <laughs> on the it sun this one time, in <laughs> yeah, twenty sixteen. <laughs> well, um, I perform as well. I normally DJ at night, and I might have a couple of beers then. But I've got to stay pretty straight generally, um, and I can deal with tiredness. But tiredness plus hungoverness. Um, not that I haven't done it before, but it's not a great combination. So Sunday night is when we tend to have a bit of a party and let our hair down. And I had a few drinks at the after party on Sunday. Well deserved. As yeah. Well, well yeah. But generally, uh, I'm on a, a WhatsApp group, as probably a lot of men in their 30s are, dedicated to ale. And uh, <laughs> and, it, and there's always this quest for, like, what's the next hype beer? And it often involves levels of murkiness as well. And so I've got friends who seem to spend all their time poring over the internet to work out what beers they should be drinking. And, and I'll get them to tell me what to drink. It's a fair point. The murkier, the better. Yeah. It's a fair D- point. Does, um, does, does your WhatsApp group have any an interesting name? Well, it changes regularly. Is it, what, what? At the moment, it's called Hypes and Pipes. Because ah. Hypes are the beer and Pipes is some people like to smoke a pipe now and again. So. Oh, there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I think ours is currently Pub Patrol, a little bit like Paw Patrol, but uh, we changed the logo to a... 
Pub Patrol. Pub Patrol, Pub Patrol. Pub Patrol. Yeah. Okay. Like it, like it. Good. <laughs> Used to be Brew Crew. It moves around a bit, but yeah. yeah. I, I need to up my game on the Facebook groups that I'm in because I've got nothing Oh, this is just a WhatsApp group yeah, between on this front. That's, uh, that's not good. I will um, say Sean does quite well out of our WhatsApp group, I think. Oh, Sean Sean's in as well. In he's not in it, but, you know, he's, he's a oh, beneficiary. Right, okay. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get some more um, live music. Uh, we've got Jack, who's going to come and talk to us. Come on over, Jack. Um, so our second band, who uh, are actually going to be on the uh, on the main stage on Saturday. Hi, Jack. Hello. Uh, so you are from Oddity Road, indeed. Um, and you're playing the main stage. Yes, this is great. Um, I mean, you're, it's very exciting. Yeah, y- your name's on on the same bill there as uh, Johnny Marr, Reverend and the Makers. Yeah, and the Everly Pregnant Brothers. Of I mean, course. it doesn't get any better than that. It wouldn't be tram lines without them, would it? Let's be honest. That's <laughs> why I've seen them there before, like years ago when um, the main stage was in Devonshire Green. Yeah, um, yeah. Me and Ethan, the drummer, sat on the grass and watched them. So yeah. We've, we're on there now, so yeah, it's come come full circle. Somewhat. A bit of a, uh, a bit of a pub link to Eddie Pregnant Brothers. I remember them doing it on the on the roof of the like next to Fat Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like to kind of do a big gig from the top of there, and oh, right. like a big sea of people all the way through Callum Island. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't talk no, about know. that. Maybe that was <laughs> an unofficial thing. There was a few. Thing. A few sa- no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't an unofficial thing. I think there was one or two safety concerns with the well, yeah. five thousand people or so <laughs> trying to go to the Fat Cat. <laughs> it was amazing. I seen the photos of that. It was absolutely amazing. Um, Jack, tell us a bit about um, Oddity Road's history when it comes to tram lines. Um, we've played a fair few times. Um, we were here last year uh, doing the Leadmill stage. I think we played on Friday. Um, and the gates had only just opened, but um, yeah, we had a really good show. It was pretty packed out. And then before that, we've done uh, the Crystal stage, you know, for the Fringe or whatever. Um, and the year before that... I think we were at Tiger Works, weren't we? I can't remember. It was really tiny. <laughs> Not really... Ev- was it? West Street Live, one of them. They're next to each other, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so um, we've sort of made our way up. But yeah, it's it's um, very exciting that we're on the on the big one. And um, you've got a few other gigs and festivals planned this summer? Uh, indeed. We are at Reading and Leeds Festival in the end of August. Uh, and then, yeah, there's a few others dotted about, but that's the big... Um, well, that's the pinnacle, as it were. Of that's like the one you want to shout about, isn't it? Well, that's, yeah. If, you, if you're going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody on the bill that you're kind of looking forward to see personally? or At Tram Lines? Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to see Cortinas, never see them. Um, Joel, the bassist, seen them several times. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll stick around for that, obviously. Uh, Seagirls, I think they're, they're coming up really quick, and I love a lot of their tunes. They're on the Friday. Uh, and then Circle Waves after that, yeah. Seen them a fair few times. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, tell us what songs you're going to be doing for us tonight. We are going to be playing our latest two singles. It's Why Am I Like This and All Again. Brilliant. Okay, then. Our second live music of the night. Here are Oddity Road. Hello, we're Oddity Road from Eam. And this is our latest single, Why Am I Like This. One, two, three, four. I'm lifting bits I want to get closer But your head I miss I don't know what you're thinking 
But it's not your time, it's not that you're failing, you're just failing to be fine. Never fail to make me weak Why am I like this? Why am I like this? Now we hope it's gone Why am I like this? Oh you're on top and overthinking every word gin and tonic till the pain stops then I'm losing all I've got starting off you're in my dreams you're all I see when I fall asleep you never fail to make me This is our love song to summer all again.
days you'd spend Just kissing all of your friends Too gone to even think or care If I have my way these days are going So they're playing on the uh, main stage. A couple of really good songs there. Oddity Road. Looking forward to seeing them. Uh, we are uh, back with some more food. And Harry from Gravy Train is back with us. Hello. And we've got a couple of dishes that they look really nice. I've got a feeling that I'm probably not going to be able to eat either of these. No, these are the two meatiest things on the menu, I'd say. <laughs> Just talk us through what they are, if you would do. So we've got the Pioneer, which is probably the most popular poutine uh, it's definitely the best seller. Uh, it's got barbecue chicken, uh, which is like shredded, pulled chicken. Uh, we poach it in beer and then make a like sweet, slightly smoky barbecue sauce uh, with maple bacon to keep things Canadian and some sour cream on top with a little dash of paprika and some chives. Christ, and that does sound pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't turn back? Just no, 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 we'll no. not tell anybody. I'll, 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 just, I'll just sniff it a little bit. I'm just going to pick that little piece. And uh, as always, that's just on your better poutine, but this time it's got the real, the real deal cheese curds and beef gravy and our homemade fries. Okay. Uh, and we've got something else in front of us. Yeah, and then we've got the Montreal-style smoked meat sandwich. So we make the smoked meat in-house. We've got a smoker and a meat slicer that we've recently acquired, which has taken it to another level. So we uh, brine the beef for a couple of days. I'm not sure on the exact period. I think it depends on how busy we are. As long as possible. We always cure it until it's pink all the way through and then smoke it after applying a dry rub, all sorts of different seasonings. And then we've got a homemade coleslaw, uh, gherkins, mustard, all in a soft white bagel. It also sounds wow. very good. <laughs> I'm, not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. We're going to need a, um, what they call the, the guide, parental guidance uh, sticker on this podcast for our <laughs> filthy talk. Yeah, probably. <laughs> food description. I'm not going to make it any better with the, uh, the beer that I've picked for this either because 
So I know obviously gravy train poutine, its origins are very much Canadian. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to cook with something that was linked to that. Now, there aren't many Canadian breweries that you can get beers by in the UK. So Canadian brewery was ruled out. And I thought maybe Canada has like a style of beer that I could get. That was ruled out. Um, and then I thought just a beer that maybe has some maple syrup in it. That might work. Couldn't find one of those. That got ruled out. Well, it's got so in it. what we've got is uh, this is uh, Fierce. We're very much a UK brewery. Um, and it's called Mocha Very Big Moose. Moose, Canada, Canada, Moose. We're with you. That's, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm hoping no one's got anything to do after this because this is an imperial stout and it does come in at 12%. So we've got a couple of cans of wine effectively um, here. So um, I didn't pick it on the basis of the strength. It was honestly the only link that I could find to Canada. I also have a dog called Moose and he's very big. <laughs> so Even it's better. all tying in nicely. Big dog, big beer. Mm. Even better. Um, just, just to upset you guys, but this is a small batch edition, which it says it's actually thirteen. It's got, it's got two percentages on this can. <laughs> I think it's just number thirteen of the. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. It looks like, it looks <laughs> like, like it's batch. been. Oh, this one's actually an extra percent <laughs> special. Adam, batch. Adam's struggling. We're not even drinking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry, tell us a little bit then more about um, Gravy Train. What are kind of the 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 origins? When did Gravy Train become? So Gravy Train started. Um, one of the directors, Tom Miller, was living in Canada. And when he was living over there, he was working in street food, I believe making cheese toasties at festivals, all that sort of thing. Uh, and then when he came back, he was planning on starting his own street food business and missed poutine because you can't really find cheese curds or poutine anywhere over here. <coughs> at least you couldn't before. Um, so yeah, he moved up to Sheffield from London because it's a bit, it's a, it's a nicer place to start a street food business, and that was about three three and a half years ago, and yeah, started off with just one mobile stall. Eventually, had the demand where we could get a couple of mobile stalls on the go, and last November opened our first permanent place here at Cutler Works. Um, yeah, do a lot of. Big festivals. We've got Glastonbury coming up in a couple of weeks. Boomtown later. Not as good as tramlines, though, is it? N- no, not as good as tramlines. That's got to be the highlight of the summer. Like that for yeah. to the home crowd. <laughs> Easier to get into tramlines, I would think, from a trader point of view, than it would be oh, to get for into sure. Glastonbury. And it's it's nice doing it on home soil. Okay. Every um, time I've been in here, it always seems that Gravy Train has a very big queue. Yeah, yeah. it's popular, isn't it? We it's get real popular. busy on a Saturday night. It's yeah. good drunk food. Did you pick <laughs> your location? This because it's actually bang straight through the door yeah we didn't it? actually pick that we <laughs> initially had another one lined up but then got moved there quite fortuitously i think in the end because <laughs> everybody just walks in and sees the poutines going out and seem to like, like the look of it yeah. yeah brilliant it is a good choice when you when you're having a couple of beers it isn't is. it I, I reckon it's quite simple food but with quite a lot of flavor involved yeah it's definitely good drinking food. Yeah. No yeah. question about that. Yeah. Sal- salty enough to give you a bit of a thirst. Yeah. And just very rich and nice when you're I a feel little like bit tipsy. I was into the gravy train before they were famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to write I, because um, it's the third year for gravy train at Tramlines. It is, yeah. And so the f- in the first year they were there, I had to write a press release about some of the food that we had going out. And in doing that, I learned about the gravy train. So I read, and I don't think I really knew what poutine was. I read about it 
and it just sounded nice. Like I was reading about the chips and the milk, and I was like there, you know, I was, mm. I was tasting it already. And then um, at the festival, I made a beeline, took my voucher and came up and just casually mentioned to the guys running the stall that I'd written this article about them for tramlines <laughs> in the hope that they'd like sort me out a few extra bits <laughs> and, and just sat down on the grass with this huge mound of amazing food. And it was definitely the best bit of the festival for me. Wow. No one bothered me. I had a few High minutes. High praise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Very, very nice. I think what I'd say is if anybody looks up poutine, not knowing where it is and say, oh, it's chips, cheese and gravy. It's very much not that. Mm. <laughs> it's just there's there's a hell of a lot of ingredients and they're very well uh, balanced in there. I, I just have a little bit of an issue with the word curds. I just feel like <laughs> curds don't sound particularly appetising. Yeah, I think a lot of people come up they, after asking what is poutine, uh, will always then follow that up with what are curds, mm. and you get quite a lot of people like scowling as they yeah. ask the question because a curd doesn't necessarily sound great, but as soon as they taste it and you tell them what it is, they tend to. Yeah, have a smile on their face by the end instead. Fair enough. Uh, right, Alex, let's talk um, tramlines a little bit. Just uh, talk us through. So there's um, four stages this year. There are. Um, just tell us a little bit about kind of what's well, what's happening really over the weekend. So uh, main stage where you catch your headliners uh, like Tudor Cinema Club, Cortinas, Nile Rogers and Sheik. Really, really pleased to have Nile Rogers and Sheik because I've known uh, we've always known that it would be a good act for tramlines just felt right particularly on a Sunday you know Sunday festival it's always you want some like real feel good stuff yeah a few people maybe feeling a bit jaded and just want something really nice and it really does tick that box absolutely uh, my mum and dad go to WOMAD festival and they often play there and they'd sort of said how good they still are well, it's something that we tried a couple of times in the past but never made it work so really glad to have them there um We've got the Tother stage, a bit of a Sheffield name in there, um, headlined on Saturday by Annie Mack, which is nice because she's often had a, I think she, I remember the first year of Tramlines, 2009, she was playing in DQ alongside Todd Lutty. Um I was upstairs that night and it's the first time for her kind of within the proper bit of the festival, within the wristbanded site. Well. And I feel, and we've made her a, uh, she had her own bottle of Hendo's a few years ago when we did a Tramlines Hendo's theme. It was called Annie Mac and Cheese, <laughs> <laughs> along with Love it. What was the public anyone, I can't remember. Um, so that's to the stage, and then we've got the Leadmill Live, which is a really nice addition. The comedy in the daytime, headlined by Phil Jupiter and Reginald D. Hunter, both comedians that I'm particularly keen on. Nice to have Phil Jupiter there with the music connection. Mm, yeah. Um, and then some great bands for them as well, headlined by Drenge and Shame and the Future Hedge. A big fan of Drenge. I saw them in Castleton in the Devil's Arse Cavill, Cavern uh, when they were supporting the vaccines. Um, and I think that's their neck of the woods in Castleton. So Best really name for a venue ever. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you play last night? Devil's Arse. <laughs> Don't get better than that, is it? Deep inside. I feel like this morning, <laughs> Devil's Arse. Yeah, we were rocking the Devil's Arse last night. <laughs> it's an amazing venue. It really is. Um, and then we've got the library, sta library stage as well, which is off... Um, near the library in Hillsborough Park B bit more of like your discovery stage lots of interesting bands there and kind of keeping a connection with tramlines in the past where we really had lots and lots of those kind of up and coming acts a lot of six musicy type bands on there um, yeah so and, and as I mentioned before we're second year in the new site sorry I'm just eating my food there <laughs> uh, 
having a chance to add to things, improving the family area, improving the food area, bringing yeah. cutlery works and people like that. So lots of nice little additions just to really give it that, that festival feel. Uh, and we did see that last year, although because Hillsborough Park is a really big park, once you put all the building and you put the fencing up and stuff, when you're right inside it, it doesn't feel like you're within a city centre. It feels like you're actually in the middle of a greenfield site. But if it rains a bit or you just get a bit fed up, you just go home, <laughs> which, is, which is quite amazing. And we're definitely appealing to families a lot and people who don't maybe go to a lot of festivals or want to try it out with the kids, see what it's like, see how the kids respond. Really good opportunity to do that. I definitely noticed that last year that there were quite a lot of families yeah. there yeah. and the atmosphere was just really friendly with everyone that, yeah. was, that was there, which was, uh, which was brilliant. Um, obviously, it's not just at Hillsborough Park. There, there is the, the Fringe as well. That's right. So um, collaboration with Tramlines and Sheffield, Sheffield Council and also the Sheffield Bid who put some money in uh, to create a branding just to clear things up a bit because it was complicated when there was so many things happening all roughly in the name of Tramlines but the bit that we were actually working on would be the kind of wristbanded main site. Um, and it got complicated for branding and identity and also bands getting confused about where they're playing and yeah. stuff like that. So, but for me personally, and definitely within the Tramlines team, keen to keep the, the collectivism going, you know, f that was what appealed to me in the first instance with Tramlines. So creating the Fringe at Tramlines branding allows all the stuff that's happening in the city centre to still have something that connects it all together. Um, so there'll be a stage at Devonshire Green, there'll be stuff happening at Barker's Pool, Street Theatre um, as well, So and the Peace Gardens, as well as all the venues being open as well. So you've got, you want to go to a festival and spend some money and see some big acts, you can do that at Hillsborough. If you want to have a free day out and drink in town, you can go and do that. And I think it's really important that we've got it all going on at the same time. It's great, it's great that it kind of keeps that little kind of tie to its origins as well with, yep. with Devonshire Green, you know, yep. way back when, when it all began and, and like you say it kind of means there's something for for everyone and you can do as much or as little as you as you kind of want over the over the weekend really yeah that's right um last year was um a, a slightly different sort of feel to to tram lines because it was a little bit of an emotional one when when we came to see you a year ago to record the the special it was literally a few days after um sarah had died um, and I know for, for you and the team, it was a, 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 a you know, real difficult time in the build-up to, to Tramlines. It was it was quite an emotional time at the event as well, because obviously there was a lot about it. There was the, the tribute on, yep. on screen yep. at, at the main stage. Um, but but kind of a year on from, from that, I've seen quite a few things about the amount of money that was raised off the, the back of that, which was pretty incredible, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nearly 40K raised for, the, for Cavendish Cancer Care. Uh, and also for Western Park, it was really nice. And also all the awards that come in. You know, there's been all these posthumous awards for not there's been local ones, but also um, the independent the Association of Independent Festivals, uh, for which I was a member and sat on the board. The UK Festival Awards. Um, it's really nice as well to see that she's been uh, kind of used as an inspiration for women within the industry. Some of the awards that she's had reflected that. Um, the Star as well did. Uh, Star newspaper did. A, a off the back of their Women of Steel campaign that helped to get the statues outside the town hall. Um, they did some awards around that and it's great that she can be an inspiration for lots of people. And it is tough, it will be emotional at the festival as it was last year as well, but it's been really positive to see everything that's happened. Brill. Um, has everyone tried the beer? No. This is, yes. the, big, this is the big question. Alex looks a little bit He's scared. To, I'm uh, terrified. To, 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 you, to I've it. tasted it, it's very nice. 
I, I am a little bit tender today. Um, <laughs> I, so I don't think I don't think I'll have any more, but it was very very tasty. Um, so um, it is. Mine's gone. Uh, it smells like Kahlua. In uh, <laughs> it's it's an imperial stout. It's it's um, obviously mocha, um, and you kind of class it a little bit like a dessert beer as well. I think this. So yeah, it would be for it's sure. It's kind of you know spot on for us to be um, to be finishing the. The kind of the it the really isn't a million anymore. miles from a black Russian in <laughs> taste. It's not quite. It's it's not quite as well, alcoholic, but it's not a million miles. Yeah, smooth coffee hit blends with traditional chocolate and vanilla. Um, I'm assuming it's got some lactose in it. It tastes like it does. So yeah, you got lactose in there. So yeah, you're not. It, it's not. It isn't a million miles away. Mm. It's really not. Any twelve uh, percent beers likely to be on the bar at tram lines? <laughs> Probably not. Probably I feel not. like our safety advisory group might have yeah, something to say about that. Issue. There might be an issue with uh, with that. Uh, right, brilliant. Well, um, how is the food? This is a good question. We've not quite moved on to the um, the sandwich yet, but I'm feeling no. me and Alex are going to demolish that as soon as we've got a knife. We can split that. I feel of. like the sandwich does hold up a little bit better. It's um, very difficult over to use time. I think the poutines, um, <laughs> yeah, it can go a bit. Stodgy if it's left too long. Okay. So definitely, so we're doing the right thing, definitely smash the pioneer off first, and then move on to the sandwich yeah. later. I can't. It's very difficult to you. Well, we've got like a fork in one hand, a microphone. Well, I know. Handheld microphones today. Can somebody There's feed not me? Of a <laughs> it, so I we, need, we need personal. It looks feeding. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I can't pretend this is the first time I've had this dish with a poutine. Yeah. So I, as always, I really like that. But I'm loving the look of this, um, and it's taken me back to my to my heritage to my Jewish roots I have taken some photos and they will be going on social <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're intrigued in what they like. it looks amazing uh, it reminds me of uh, Brick Lane in London I used to work and there's quite a few clubs in there doing jungly things and there's two Brick Lane used to be back in the old old days the Jewish area of town it's now mostly Bangladeshi I think but there's two bakeries there bakeries and salt beef bagel places have been going since the 50s and it look, you know, it's up there with them, I think. So yeah, it's it's definitely. I think it's similar to put like New York style yeah. pastrami <coughs> deli. Meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think mm. it's I've been to Cat's yeah, Cat's Deli as well, which is a probably the thickest sandwich I've seen. But that's mm. kind of uh, rivaling it in terms of its uh, sort of thickness. It look is about five inch thick. That sandwich. It is very very well presented. <laughs> One of those that you almost don't want to eat because it looks so good. Yeah, yeah. we also have a vegetarian alternative for the uh, smoked meat. That's seasoned, tastes very, very similar. Got a lot of the same herbs and spices and everything, but it's just made out of seitan. Oh, wow. Sounds very good. Um, so, if there's any veggies out there yeah. that are getting aroused by the description <laughs> yeah, of, right, yeah, of yeah. the sandwich, Arousal then there's something right. here for you as well. Yes. I thought I was hiding it well, but you know, <laughs> obviously not. Um, Harry, thank you very much for uh, the food. Uh, the big question right. are you going to tram lines? I certainly am. Excellent. We'll be there all weekend. Good stuff. Um, Alex, thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank um, you. Just a reminder again, uh, the address if anyone wants to uh, get themselves tickets. Uh, well, visit the Tramlines website, www.tramlines.org.uk. Click the tickets tab and then click buy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good directions there. Pretty good instructions. Um, and of course, uh, Tramlines is on Twitter at Tramlines. That's right. Um, just a quick mention for the bands that we had earlier on. So the Sea Monsters, you can get on Twitter at Sea Monsters Music, but C as in the letter C. So Sea Monsters Music, um, Oddity Road on all um, social platforms at Oddity Road. Uh, and of course, the venue here at Cutlery Works is on Twitter at Cutlery Works. Uh, we are at Chef Hopcast. 
and that is going to bring us to a close for um, our special edition of the Sheffield Hopcast, our mini tram lines, which has been great, great yeah, food. I feel like the beers have not been bad. I'm no. kind of, yeah. I'm, I'm all right with my beer choices. Yeah, I think you've done very well. You've done all right. Yeah, good links. Uh, and I, I feel kind of fully warmed up now for, for the main event in a month's time. Yeah. Bring it on. Except for the rain. We don't want that. No, well, it's even outside. stopped raining. <laughs> we'll, we'll take weather like this. It's, it, it'll be fine. And um, yeah, brilliant. So we will, well, we will see you at Tramlines a month from now. Thank you very much.